The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. The quote from John Seed and Joanna Macy is so wonderful that I'd like to read it to you again. Fire from our sun that fuels all life, drawing up plants and raising the waters to the sky to fall again, replenishing. The inner furnace of our metabolism burns with the fire of the Big Bang that first sent matter, energy spinning through space and time and the same fire as the lightning that flashed in the primordial soup, catalyzing the birth of organic life. You were there, I was there, for each cell of our bodies is descended in an unbroken chain from that event. Lovely image, the lightning spark of life bringing us all here, keeping us all going. And as I shared in the meditation, we're most aware of the fire element in the essence of sun and heat and energy. And if you think about the amount of that energy is such a key component in our lives, we can energy both personally inside us with our you know, every step we take is an expression of sun, of fire, of energy coming through us. I move my hand and it's like, that's the result of the sun expressing itself here. And this way that the fire element, not unlike the other one, not unlike the other ones, but we're very aware with the fire element of this transition back and forth between heat and cool, the release and movement of energy. The whole play of matter and energy is so clear here. And the central element of digestion. I'll read to you the, from that sutta, and I think I said yesterday to somebody when they asked, it was Sutta 40, and I'm sorry, it's also in Sutta 140, but the Sutta I'm actually quoting is uh, number 62. And this is what he says about the fire element. What is the internal fire element? Whatever internally belonging to oneself is fire, fiery, and clung to, that is, that by which one is warmed, ages, and is consumed, and that by which what is eaten, drunk, consumed, and tasted gets completely digested, or whatever else internally belonging to oneself is fire, fiery, and clung to. This is called the internal fire element. Now both the internal fire element and the external fire element are simply fire elements. And that should be seen as it actually is with proper wisdom thus. This is not mine. This I am not. This is not myself. I want to point out something in this that's a little different than the other elements he talks to. It talks about, he says, 
that by which one is warmed, ages, and is consumed. There's a way, and then he acknowledges the digestion, and but there's a way he's speaking here to this way the fire element has a also a consuming, a kind of moving from, and he said ages, the fact that in some ways the fire element in us, that we're burning with the fire element, that it's what um, not only powers ourselves, powers us, but also burns us up. There's something very, um, this is core to the fire element, the way that it consumes what in in its very expression it is consuming and we can feel this also in the energy the passion of us the warmth of the heart the fierce compassion has a desire to move to do to express itself not just to sit or be and we feel this sometimes with the passion of anger. This consuming, almost chaotic, when you watch a fire, there's a chaoticness to it, right? There's like this, this energy that's quite, uh, it's quite compelling for one thing, but it's also got this rather ferocious, if you think of goddesses and in uh, Hindu traditions and when you see fierce monsters there's that in the Tibetan tankas they're expressing this consumptive uh, quality and one of the things here that becomes clear is that when fire is paired with clinging as he points out to there when it is clung to then it is associated even more directly with this agitation, with consumption, with greed, with wanting, with destruction, with anger. There's a lack of balance when it's paired with the, with clinging. And this really points to the nature of dominant experience or nature of our culture, that we are the fire element. I mean, look how it, we're burning. We're burning the fossil fuels. We're burning with speed, with energy, and we're burning ourselves up in doing this. There's a lack of balance. And yet we have this cultural attraction towards the fire. We, we want to move faster, do more. And very interestingly, in the Buddhist teachings, when fire is paired with non-clinging, it is freedom. It is Nibbana. Nibbana is talked about as the cooling the releasing of fire from that which is which it is which it clings to. I'll read you a quote from Fra Ajahn Fung Jutiko, a uh, Thai forest. 
monk. He said, the mind released is like fire that has gone out. The fire is not annihilated, but is still there, diffused in the air. It simply no longer latches on to any fuel. So this brings a query for us in our practice. What is it to have this fire, this compassion of the, of the heart, the warmth, but not flavored with the clinging by the greed and the wanting? I had a very direct felt experience of this releasing element of fire, a, a sort of different cultural experience, you might say. Um, I once went to Burning Man and the second, there's a, there's a day where they burn this huge thing, this man that stands huge tall and it's fiery and energy and everybody's yelling and screaming and there's this chaotic kind of energy. And then the next night, there is a temple that has been built. Some of you may have been there. Some of you, this isn't your thing. But just imagine this huge, beautiful temple all built out of wood. And it's, and people over the week of Burning Man have been going into this temple and you, there's stairs and it's big inside and it's raw wood and people write on the temp inside the temple with you know like massive invitation for graffiti they write the names and messages to people that have passed in the previous year So it's a temple to the impermanent passing. And then on this day, it, on this day after the burning of the man, the temple is burned. Huge fire. All those names, all those people being sent and released. And what was for me, incredibly dramatic about it is there were, I think there's like 20,000 people all surrounding the temple out at a distance. And it was so quiet, you could have heard a pin drop. Complete and utter quiet. Recognizing the incredible power of fire and release. And this is our practice. Release of clinging. In the silence, in the stillness, is the power and the release of the power. And our query as we practice is to invite ourselves to burn with fierce compassion for all forms 
And yet, recognizing their ultimate empty nature, not to cling. Everything is disintegrating. That's that's its nature. And in the midst of that, the purity of the compassionate heart and the opportunity to meet it all, everything, so fully, and to know the blessing and the awe of the world. Fire is an invitation to all of this. So thank you all for joining this morning. And I want to, um, before you go, offer you a practice for this day around fire to see if you can feel the fire. You can feel it just as heat and warmth, but I invite you to feel fire and what it's like when you cling, when there's the fire element, there's passion, there's the urge to move, and when is it connected and held in place with clinging? And what is the essence of fire as it moves through you in the moments when there's not clinging? Can you feel that difference? That's my invitation for you for today.